Reviews. It is Entertainment Talks podcast for reviewing classic television shows, video games, and films. I'm your host Matthew, and this is season two, episode three for classic reviews. And it's my Toy Story re-review. Um, I am re-reviewing um, Toy Story. Uh, so let me explain kind of what that means and and sort of what that is and why I decided to do that. Uh, when I finished the first season of Classic Reviews and uh, I some things I did watch again, some things I didn't. Um, but you know, I had the newer-ish whatever watches with, uh, you know, Back to the Future, um, the Terminator, and and some of the other stuff like The Shining and that sort of th- stuff, which I needed to watch properly. Um, I had obviously obviously seen uh, Toy Story before, you know, when I was when I was very very young. Uh, I can't remember exactly what age or what year. It, it came out in 90, 1995. But uh, I can't remember when exactly I saw it. Whether it was the year after or whatever it was was that year or whatever. Um, but uh, I, I sort of kept thinking about my Toy Story, Toy Story review after I had finished it. And the more I thought about it and when I actually listened to it. I just wasn't quite happy with what I had done. And what I had sort of said and stuff. Um, the things that I actually said about Toy Story still sort of stand, you know, it's a very special film to me, I still really love it, it's still an amazing film, um, but then I started, you know, forming the ideas of, okay, I'm gonna start doing classic reviews season 2, but what am I gonna do? Um, and then I started thinking of, you know, Back to the Future and then Buffy and then and then some other stuff which you guys would have already seen posted at this point. Um, and then I kind of just kept thinking about the Toy Story review and thinking like, okay, on the website that I have, do I want this film that's very special to me to have this odd review that I don't feel comfortable with? Well, not comfortable with, but that I don't feel like good about? So I kind of thought like, okay, I'll I'll, I'll go and rewatch the film because obviously I've seen it before. Um, this might have been my third or my maybe my fourth time watching it. I did actually watch it about three or four years ago. Um, but uh, you know when you, it's, it's been a few years for something, and you, sure you remember it, but you don't remember like every single little thing. And you you rewatch something, and then you think, okay, I remember these bits, but not these bits necessarily. So I thought, okay, let's go and get a refresher. And um, far from you know a, a chore or anything, this is Toy Story. It's something really special to me. Uh, and I just thought, okay, I'll go and do a re-review or, or, or review the film again. Um, I'm not going to delete or change the first review. I'm just going to let that sort of sit there. I'll probably go in there, though, and put a link to this one. Uh, just in case someone, you know, searches for it, stumbles across it, and thinks that that's the only only piece out there. Um, 
but I also went too much into like nostalgia and toys and Spider-Man and Crash Bandicoot and that sort of stuff and yeah I just don't feel like I really did the film justice so uh, yeah I'm here to basically correct that and that doesn't mean I'm going to start going through loads of stuff and start doing re-reviews uh, or reviewing things again uh, it's just this this specific film that I uh, don't feel like I did it justice so uh, I'm here to give it give it a second go um this i i really really love this film a lot um it's amazing really in the first 30 seconds 20 seconds maybe 15 seconds how like straight away because uh, you get the sort of you know toy story title card thing you zoom down into andy's room and he's immediately playing with his toys and he's coming up with his own you know like sheriff uh story stuff you know like as you do as a kid you come up with your own imagination you make your own stories etc he starts doing that and as soon as he started doing it um i immediately started smiling and not laughing necessarily because that wasn't like a funny scene but it's a, a charming sort of happy really loving kind of scene um and uh you know that you get these little music cues at the start and then uh, I think it's when um, he pretends that Rex has attacked Woody or something. And he like hits um, Woody to the side. And then you get this like little shot of Woody. Uh, and then it starts playing the, the theme tune. Uh, You've got a friend in me. And that whole opening sequence and like him taking him downstairs. And using the, what's it, like the seat of the chair or something to fling Woody across the room. Is one of the best scenes in anything I've ever seen um I, I I feel like I mean I know I've just come off of watching it watching it and I'm clearly like you know really happy again with with what I saw and everything and uh I'm just full of I'm in that mode of like I'm full of praise for this thing but uh that's quite a special little scene to really kind of kick things off of like hey this is this is um Andy this is his room obviously it's his like imagination room as well um and like these are his toys and establishes like okay he has a potato head thing he has a sheriff thing uh toy he has like these little aliens or whatever um and he has this this dinosaur and stuff and this thing called this other character called bo peep so introduces you very quickly to like the characters and um you know they're not like they don't have like surnames and they're not like brothers and sisters you haven't got to work any of that out it's just like okay here's the sheriff his name's woody here's the dinosaur his name's rex and i just yeah i was really quite happy with with that scene when i went back to it um so yeah, I, i'm gonna address the problem that i have with this this film and i didn't really notice it until this watch which is either the third or the fourth i'm just gonna say it's the fourth one that i <clears throat> the fourth time that i've watched it i think the sid either character arc story arc however you want to call it there's too much of it and it's too long and it's a bit like pushed in your face as in a way of like okay here's Andy he's clearly like this happy kid and it's all like you know bright colors and smiles and um like he clearly has a good relationship with his his mum and stuff and his mum's a nice person and she he's got this nice like um birthday party and he's got friends and they're coming over and there's it's all a good time and then you switch over to Sid, obviously it's it's a bit later in the film, and like, he's just blowing up toys, he's this like, nasty little kid, and he's got kicked out of, um, is it summer camp again? Because I remember, um, when the, when the toys all get freaked out, 
when uh, Sid's coming home and they're all freaking out, like, oh my god, what's he gonna, like, it, it seems like a, you know, a horror show of, like, what, what's he gonna do, who's he gonna blow up, he's gonna put this, like, firework or this rocket thing on, on this toy and blow it up and, um, you know, they got, like, a nasty dog and that sort of stuff, um, <clears throat> well, Sid has anyway, and, like, he's got this poor sister who he clearly, like, torments and stuff, um, and the mum probably, like, doesn't have much control, so it, it's, it's, it's the interesting message of, like, here's how your kid should be with Andy, or how you should aim for your child to be, <clears throat> and here's a child with Sid, like, here's what you should avoid being, and given that this is, you know, a kid's film, it's family friendly and all that, it's an interesting way to sort of slyly send a message while having, um, some redemption arcs and stuff like that, because, um, Woody in this film does a bad thing. He gets this, uh, you know, this new toy comes in, bars, everybody's like, oh wow, look at this, look at this toy, and, uh, like he's, he, he's got wings and he can forward style or fly or whatever you want to call it, and that sort of stuff. He comes in and Woody's all jealous and he's like, oh, I've got this, like, string I can pull and, and do that, and, uh, what's that? I think Ham says to Buzz, like, oh, you've got a, uh, um, like a laser or a light, I'm just going to call it a laser, whatever, and then he's like, oh, Woody, can you do that, and Woody just starts getting really jealous, he starts getting really angry, and, uh, Buzz, like, doesn't quite understand, um, Woody's sort of angry, he's like, are you, like, intimidated, and, and that sort of stuff, and that, I found all that very interesting, but, like, yeah, when he tries to knock Buzz, we well, tries to knock him in the gap, doesn't he, but, like, that kind of fails, and then the light swings around and hits, um, Buzz, and he f- literally falls out the window, which, it is, like, karma towards Woody in a way, because he didn't mean Buzz to get knocked out of the window, and out of the entire room, he just meant for him to get hit down this hole behind the, 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 uh, chest of drawers, or whatever it was, because he sees that one of the other, uh, I think it's the eight ball he throws, doesn't he, because he asks, like, is, is Andy gonna take me? And then it says, like, no, or whatever, and he throws it and realises there's a gap down there. Um, and yeah, it was a bad thing for Woody to do, and there is this, like, arc in there of, um, okay, if, if you think you've got things, like, bad here, you're now gonna be in Sid's house, or, or Sid's room, rather, and you're gonna see, you know, um, like, how bad life could be, and you've got these toys that are being taken apart and pulled apart and destroyed and blown up and all that kind of stuff, so... In in such a basic film that is, you know, these toys that come to life and there's this nice boy called Andy who plays with his toys and he has his imagination, his friends and it's all it's all like lighthearted and fun and good. It's uh it's quite interesting that they stuck um you know, a few like messages in here as to like, you know, don't uh mess about, don't betray your friends, that kind of thing. And like there's a lot of times when uh Woody tries to sort of get back on track, he does the thing at the window, and they think he's, like, murdered Buzz, and, like, they're kind of done with Woody at the end, well, not the end of the film, but towards the end, and, like, he's trying to, um, what's it, use RC, the the little car, he's trying to use him and get him back, and, um, yeah, they, they kind of think that he's gonna, like, kill the car or whatever, and they, yeah, they just, like, push him off the truck, and they're, and they're done with him, so I think that's, it's, and I didn't notice any of this sort of stuff on, on the watches before, but, um, yeah, when, when the toys get, like, the moments of triumph, like, when they escape Sid's room, and, um, you know, especially towards the end, when, um, what's it, when, uh, when Buzz is, like, flying with Woody, and he's like, oh, I'm falling with style, and then he flies past the 
pass the van into the car. That's all like moments of happiness and redemption and all that kind of stuff. And that stuff works really, really well. Um, and yeah, some of the just the, where they put this stuff with Sid, with Sid rather, um, and how they pace it. I don't actually think they do a good job with that. And I think even though this is only an eighty-minute film, if you'd have just taken a bit off of that and maybe spent a bit more time at the start with um Andy like if maybe the sequence had been longer with him playing with the toys and like you could have had a bit more happiness there um I think it would have worked a lot better but uh, at the end of the day I still love this film and like have a lot of affection for it and a lot of nostalgia for it and and that kind of stuff so uh yeah let's let's take a quick break here Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you would like to get help with trying to lose weight, this might just be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules and more, get started today. All you need to do is click on the Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus link in your show notes or description on iTunes or on the website. Go over to her Facebook profile send her a facebook message and get started with the program today today's second sponsor is kualu if you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to kualu to get started they also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner so get started with a new website and domain name today with kualu Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Okay, so roughly when you are hearing this, um, Game of Thrones would have been finished, iZombie will be currently running, the DC shows will be either currently running or finished, depending on which show, uh, Walking Dead would have finished, Star Trek would have finished, um, we will have probably had some more video game reviews, some film reviews, uh, random gaming talk is obviously con- continuous, so we will be discussing, uh, the recent news, whatever that will be at the current time, because I'm recording this on, uh, Monday the, um, 4th of March. And uh, I'll be I'll be releasing it at some point in June because uh, I just have the I have some time at the moment to to record the series and I want to uh, dive in and, and do it and that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, obviously I don't know specifically if I'll be doing different discussion episode pieces at that time and what what will sort of be happening uh, with that. But roughly the shows that will be finished and starting and that kind of stuff I I've just told you. So that's what's going to be probably happening. Uh, like Avengers Endgame would have come out, Captain Marvel would have come out, um, would actually be fairly close to Toy Story 4, I believe that's June or July, I can't remember which month they said, but obviously I'll remember closer to the time, um, so yeah, it would be kind of nice to tie this into, um, you know, the, the release of Toy Story 4 and, and that sort of stuff, obviously I'm very excited for that film, and uh, that should be quite good as well. And uh, that's basically what we've either got going on or has finished on entertainmenttalk.org or on the podcast platform of your choice. Um, 
but yeah, I do like the um, like sort of friendship that gets developed between um, Buzz and Woody and that kind of stuff. And it's it feels a little bit like um, you can kind of compare it to like a Rick and Daryl type of relationship where you've got um, if you think of Andy's room as like Alexandria. And then, uh, you know, you got, like, the buddy-buddy sort of thing with uh, with Buzz and Woody. And then you've basically kind of got everybody else in there. Because although the supporting characters, which is very much main characters, um, they do add a lot to the film. But I think that, um, yeah, it, it mostly does focus on Buzz and Woody. And it's, it's odd, because I, I really remember... Or thinking that I remembered seeing more of Andy in this film. It's actually quite surprising to me how much Sid is in this and Andy isn't. But of course Andy's like kind of moving from place to place in this as well. Um, from like you know going going from his bedroom to his party. And then he's going to Pizza Planet World or whatever. And he's going to all sorts of different places. And then they're moving house by the end of the film. Um, which Which is kind of interesting as well. Um, and yeah there's also a bit of a sort of like... I wouldn't call it a horror aspect to this film, but there's kind of a horror aspect to the toys because there's the danger of like, okay, what about if a better toy comes along and we get replaced? And um, you know, that's Woody's kind of main thing in this is like, oh, this thing, this new Buzz toy has come along, and you know, he's all new and shiny and uh, new and interesting for Andy to to play around with and stuff. And you kind of see in the film as well. Um, with uh, the the room changing and stuff, that's always quite like an effective part of this. Where like Woody starts to look around. Well, he looks around in his time, but in like in, in a sort of phasing time since we see the room changing. But you get like the slow reactions from uh, Woody, Woody as well, from when the posters are changing and then the bed sheets change, and then uh, I think at the end of one night. Uh, Woody, not Woody, Andy's sitting next to his, like, um, his toy box, and he's got Buzz and Woody in his hand, and he's like, which one do I, I guess, take to bed with me or whatever, to, to, like, cuddle with, which, to cuddle a toy during the night like that, I, I don't quite get, but you can see kind of what they're going for, of, like, which, which one does he kind of keep close to him, that sort of thing, um, and, like, obviously, at, at one point, he, he takes, uh, Buzz with him, and he actually puts Woody in the box, which I think is a bit, like, I don't know if disrespectful is the right word because they're toys, but it's kind of like, you know, he, Andy in, in that scene is kind of tossing Woody to side of like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, this toy that I've had me, with me for presumably years and years, we don't know, like, if it's 10 years, 5 years, 15 years, how how long it's been, actually it wouldn't be 15 years, he's nowhere near close to that age, um, let's say like 3 or 4 years or something, um, like he's had this this toy for for so long, and he's just gonna put it in this box with the rest with everything else, and then just put this take this new one with him. It's it's a bit strange, and it is kind of like dark for for Woody as well. And he's he like you know he lifts the um to, the toy box up, and you kind of see um his horror of like oh I've ended up in just in the box. I'm not even in the room like on a shelf. Because uh, I think the fair thing to him for Andy to to have done would have been to like, because I think he had a we well, had lots of different shelves and chests of drawers and stuff in his room. But if he put like the two of them on the shelf that's like next to him, like maybe his his bedside table thing or whatever, um, and then they're kind of just there next to him. But um, yeah, I mean, kids grow out of stuff and they they you know grow into new stuff, and eventually at some point in your life you 
you do stop playing with toys and you move from essentially playing with them to like just displaying them on your shelf uh which you know i have like walking dead figures and and stuff and uh, and that sort of thing on on my shelf and um i do actually have i I think i said about this in episode 150 for for gaming talk when we talked about collectibles um i do actually have a buzz woody and jesse um like the the old dolls that they used to have with like the strings and stuff um and i have them on top of my wardrobe and they're all kind of sitting next to each other because why would i separate them um and i've got little versions of the other characters like Rex and uh, Mr. Potato Head and, and some of the others uh, and the, the RC car and uh, Bullseye and stuff of course Bullseye and Jesse come in um, later so that's kind of cool as well um, but no it's it's a heartwarming film it's really really good it's um, yeah just had me smiling and laugh. there was a good few scenes where I laughed I remember one particular one is uh, what's it towards the end when um the RC car has, or I'll just call him RC, when he's run out of uh, batteries and he kind of slows down and Buzz and Woody are like, oh, we're done for because the car's just, the, the van rather is just going and we've run out of batteries and we can't do anything. And especially when, um, what's it, Woody gets out the uh, that match that they have and the car comes by and, and extinguishes that and then uh, Woody kind of uses the sun, which is the trick that he saw from... Um, Sid's room when he had it when he had it done to his own head, which I thought was a interesting little scene. Um, and then he uses that and like essentially just shoots both of them forward. And then uh, because Buzz was it Buzz drops um, RC into the van and he just smacks Mister Potato Head in the in the face because um, of course Buzz and Woody are going to fly into uh, Andy's car or into Andy's mum's car to to sit next to Andy. Um. And, uh, yeah, just the way of, like, okay, he's, he's killed him in, in quotes, but, like, you know, he's a, he's a toy, he's a Mr. Potato Head thing, he, in, and in the, in these kind of films, and in some of the little smaller things that they've done for this, he always kind of comes apart as, like, a, a comedic sort of thing, of, like, oh, you know, his arm comes off and is able to point in different directions, or he takes his mustache off, um, what's it, at the end, I think, when Mrs. Potato Head is kind of, I'll say announced, but whatever. Um, when that sort of happened, so that was... It, it, it's always kind of a funny little thing, and... Yeah, it's it's interesting when you have a film like this, which is for everyone, how you manage things like the horror of being replaced, and toys being exploded, and toys being pulled apart. How you show that in a, in a way that isn't too damaging for, like, younger children... Um, I mean, if this, maybe if this comes out in 2019, I mean, we're going to have a, to- a Toy Story in, in 2019, but if this 1995 film comes out in 2019 and it's like, oh, kid explodes toys and stuff, there'd probably be some headlines and some articles about that sort of thing. Um, same as to like some of the stuff that happens in Buffy as well, obviously, but you know, different time, different culture, that sort of thing, so... Um, and I mean, it's it's Toy Story. Nothing like too horrendous is going to be happening. Be happening because it's a you know animated Disney film or Pixar film, whatever. So um, yeah, I enjoyed my time with this a lot, and I'm actually really happy that I came back and uh, did a sort of re-review or uh, redid redid my review. Because um, yeah, I just didn't feel good about the review that I left tonight. I wanted to redo it, and I'm glad that I actually came back and did. And I'm also glad that I just watched Toy Story again. Um, I mean. 
you know, with in terms of rewatching and replaying stuff, there's only so much you can really do because there's just always new stuff that comes out. But things that are special to you, like this, or in my case, things that are special to me, like this, um, worth, worth a rewatch every maybe couple of years, every four or five years, or three years. Um, but in my case, it was to do the review. So uh, I'm also happy I did that as well because this is a really, really good film. Uh, just if they just taken away some of that Sid stuff and put just put something else in there. Um, it would have been even better, but I'm going to obviously give this a 10 out of 10, and, um, yeah, and, uh, look forward to Toy Story 4. Of course, I've still got Toy Story 2 and 3 to do for classic reviews, uh, which, you know, is no surprise, I'm going to be doing those, and, um, yeah, I'll, it'll be interesting to see what I remember and what I don't from some of those films, and, uh, that should be some fun as well. But if you have any feedback, any, anything particular that you'd like to talk about with, well, anything really, but anything maybe related to Toy Story or any, any of the other shows or classic reviews or anything else that we do, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK, uh, there's the Facebook uh, group and, and page and all that kind of stuff. There is also the contact page which you can click on uh, for all the different options to get in contact. It also should be in your show notes as well, so that's good. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, support entertainment talk patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk that's where you can go and redeem rewards for reviews of your choice amazon affiliate link that's where you can shop on amazon we'll get a small cut of what you spend it won't cost you anything extra itunes feeds please rate review and subscribe to the feeds that we have uh word of mouth please tell your friends family people that you know about the website and the itunes feeds share them around on twitter retweet them on facebook put them in different facebook groups if you're allowed to and lastly video games if you'd like to watch me robot david play different video games uh, me and David have got Twitch streaming channels and Robert's got one on Mixer. Thank you all very much for listening and I shall see you for episode 4 for Classic Reviews. Unless there's something else coming out between now and then, which I assume there probably is. So I'll see you then. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.